The content broadcasted through Swinging Single Podcast is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creators, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. User discretion is advised. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, or financial advice, and listeners should seek proper advice as required from a qualified professional. Any use of trademarks, logos, and copyrights associated with Swinging Single Podcasts is prohibited without prior written consent. All right, welcome everybody back to the Swinging Single Podcast. I'm your host, AC Maxwell, here to guide you through the life of a single male in the swinging lifestyle. Yes, it's not that easy. We get called a lot of names from creepy to dragons and whatever. I think a dragon is a good term, but creepy is always the worst. Hello and welcome, and I hope to guide you through this lifestyle together. So let's kick back, relax, and, f- and enjoy the swinging good times. So today's episode, I'm going to talk about finding a partner in the lifestyle and how you can do it. And if you want to do it, you can also talk about my time a couple months ago in September where I went to TPC North. That's in North Houston in Texas. And after that, I went to Colette's on the same night. And I'll talk a little more about that. Alrighty, so let's get to it. So finding a partner, guys, you know, let's face it. It's easier to have a woman with you. More and more people want couples. You know, singles are always an afterthought. Single women, on the other hand, are like the crim of the crim. They are the crown jewel of swinging. If you can find a single bi woman, well, God bless your heart, couples, single men. That's a little tough. All right, so let's talk about it a little bit. Now, remember, man, I don't really have, you know, I do what's best, what works for me. Have I had partners in the past that swung? Yes, I have, and I still continue to do so today. And I think the reason why is because that I'm honest with the people I meet. When I go on dating sites, I'm on Bumble, I'm on Tinder. I don't sit there tell them, oh, I'm looking for a relationship. I tell them straight up in my profile, I am looking for a partner in crime. I talked about that I'm a nudist. I go to the nudist resorts around Texas and in Florida. And I also talk about I go to the swinger clubs in Houston. I don't sit there tell them anything other than that. I'm not here to uh, deceive any woman. They know what I want. They know if they want to get involved in it or not. Do I have a lot of hits? No. But I do have hits where they are into it or have been into it and would like to get into it again. And then we always end up in the swinger club anyways. So it is possible. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a creeper. Don't pressure these women. So finding someone in the lifestyle for both men and women. You've got to ask yourself, what standards do you have? Are you looking for a relationship like where you might get married to this person and you might start a family? Or are you just looking for a playmate to take to a nightclub for a night of crazy swinging sex or to a house party? 
those are just some of the things you got to look for. Because if you're just looking for someone to get you into the house party so you can fuck other women, you know, how high are your standards really? Should they be high? Should they be low? But if you're looking for that person like I am, I'm actually looking for a relationship, but it has to be also a swingers relationship. I can't go monogamous. Who can? I don't understand it. Why more and more people don't do this, but that's me. All right. So what standards do I have? I want someone that has a good job. I'm not paying for everything uh, in life. You know, I work for the state. I'm not here making tons and tons of money. I make good money, but you know, I don't want to bum. So I do look for someone that has a good job. And luckily in swinging lifestyle, guess what? Nurses are all plenty here in the lifestyle a lot of nurses in the lifestyle nurses make some good money so you can find someone with a decent job you have lawyers doctors i met a doctor she was in she wasn't but she wasn't a part of a single she was a couple but they were doctors and you got lawyers you got accountants you got everything so if your standards is you're looking at your profession then you can find it here now if you're looking for a dirt ball maybe a you know a stripper a sex worker, content creator, you can find those here too. All right. So you can, you have all gamuts of professions. Now you got to think about what do you look for? What do you like? What do you like physically? You know, do you like dark skinned girls, light skinned girls, blonde, brunettes, black, white, uh, Hispanic, a lot of Hispanics in Houston. So you do get that nice pick of Hispanic women. Uh, so what else? Then you also have to look at age. How old do you want to go up to? If you're 50, do you want a 50-year-old? Are you 25? Do you want a 50-year-old? So you got to think of what age do you want. I prefer the older women. You know, you have less. You're always going to have drama, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You're never going to get away from the drama. But with the older ladies, you got less things to worry about. They might have older kids. They might not have no kids at all, or their kids are all grown up, so you don't have to worry about having a babysitter. Unfortunately for me, I do have a young son. I have a four-year-old, uh, so I have so I have actually been turned down by older women that are in the lifestyle because they want to just on a weekend go and have fun. They don't. I have to find a babysitter because I have full custody. So it's, it is kind of difficult when you do have younger children to always get out unless you have a nice, you know, support system in place. So you're looking at age. I prefer the older ladies. I will not turn down anyone regardless of age as long as you're 21 and older because you never know. Some Sometimes you got younger people that can, even if they have young children, can get out and do things, you know, and and have fun in the lifestyle and outside the lifestyle. Go to baseball games, football games, basketball, you know, sporting events. Go to the movies. I love going to movies, concerts, go dancing, not swing dancing, but, you know, dancing. So you just got to figure out what you, what age you want. Then sec, then finally, you're going to have to talk to this person. You're going to have to communicate what you want. Is this person able to communicate their needs and wants? Because we can't read minds, ladies and gentlemen, we they can't read our minds. So we have to tell them what we want. Are we just looking for a person to get us laid? You know, and be honest. Sometimes, you know what? Honesty is always the best policy. I have found out in my life now that I'm not, I'm straight up honest with people. I usually get what I want out of that. 
sometimes women just want us to take us out, want them to want us to take them out for a dinner or two, and they'll do whatever they want. I don't know why. It's kind of crazy, but it does happen. Like I took a girl to the uh, Houston Texans game, and she blew me driving home for that night. Never saw her again. She never called me back. So, you know, for some reason, she felt that she needed to give me a blowjob. Great. It was a great one, though. So, so you just got to be able to communicate your needs and wants with that person. And if you can't, then that person you shouldn't be playing with or messing around with because it will just lead to disaster. I had a girl when I was living in New York named Heather. This girl, I mean, it was like pulling teeth trying to get her to talk. And we stayed together for a year. Now, we were swingers. And you know what kept us together? That she was swinger. And so it was a very tough time because we'd go out to dinner. It could be complete silence. You know, something I appreciate now. I wish I had that now. But, but now, but at the time, the science was kind of annoying. You know, what was she thinking? Did she want to do what I was doing? You know, she never said a word. So... Being, having someone that, that can talk to you about anything other than sex is good. You know, we don't want to be a one-track mind like myself. I am a one-track mind, but I'm also able to talk to other women and talk to about stuff, politics, religion, um, things that are going on, things that have happened in my life that's outside the sexual realm. realm. So you finally found a girl. You finally found a man. So... How do you get them into swinging? I don't actually, honestly, I don't know. I don't have a clue how you would get them to swinging, but this is what I would usually do. When I tell them that I'm a swinger, that I'm a nudist, they either run for the hills, or they say they're not interested, or they say they're interested. Now, I always tell them that it's not a requirement for us to hang out for you to be to, to swing with me. We can always hang out because, you know what, it's always nice to get out and do stuff. Go to, you know, go, like I said, to a sporting event, to a movie or something. Go to a nice dinner with someone and to have a nice, decent conversation. So they know what I do, but I don't ever press the issue. I let them bring it up, if they bring it up at all. The One of my longest relationships I had... My it was a back in Michigan and she was not into the swingers lifestyle. I was we started dating. I liked her because she was a good person. You know, she treated me well. So I was like, well, it's worth giving it a shot. So we were dating. I told her about my swinging adventures and that was it. Never mentioned it again. About two months later, she wanted to go to a swingers club. And that's where I went to Paul Paul to the meeting place. I never, you know, talked about it. I didn't harp on it about we should do this, we should do that. Come on, let's do it, let's do it. I didn't put any pressure on her. I left the ball in her court, and I think that's what you need to do. Leave the ball in their court. Tell them that, you know, you're interested or you have done it, you have done the lifestyle, and you would see what how interested they would be into joining or doing that sometime and see what their reaction is. Make sure you listen to them. Don't just sit there and if they say no, don't get angry. Because you know what? A no a year or two later could turn into a yes. So don't put any pressure on them. 
if you put pressure on them, they will run, and you ain't ever going to have a play partner like with her then. So you put the ball in their court. They know you're a swinger. They know you want to try it or do it with them. Let them ask questions. And when they do ask a question, ask it honestly. Because if you're married right now and you want your wife to get into it, can you imagine coming up to her, honey, let's go to a club where we could, I could fuck another girl. How you think you, and think of it as the roles are reversed. How about if she says, honey, I want to go to a club to find another guy with a bigger cock than you to fuck me. How are you going to feel? you got to have the reassurance that you're doing this is a purely sexual thing. It has nothing to do with her or him. That you do it for pure sex. Not to looking for a connection, not looking for love. And I think a lot of times people fuck, that's where people fuck up. Is that they don't express or communicate well with their partner. Because no one wants to hear that, oh, I want to fuck another woman. I guess I'm not woman enough for you now. Or... I want to fuck another dude with a bigger cock than you. I guess your my cock ain't working enough for you. No one wants to hear that. It's a very, very hurtful thing to say to, to say to someone because of the fact that, you know, eagles, ego is very big everywhere. It don't matter if you're a swinger or not. Everyone has an ego. All right. So reassure that you're not want to leave your partner. Make sure you reassure that you want to enhance your sexual um, relationship and maybe possibly swinging can do it for you does it always work no it doesn't always work don't sit there and think this is going to fix any relationship it will never fix a relationship it will only destroy a relationship so if your relationship is not on solid ground you are doomed to go to the divorce court or you're doomed to have a failed relationship I have seen it for 26 years. I will see couples come in. They go all gun hole on it. They go to the club every freaking weekend. And for a year or two, then boom, you never see them again. You don't hear from them again. No one has ever heard from them again. Hey, did you hear from Marcy and John? No, we haven't. Have you? No, of course not. Because you know why? They blew themselves out and they are no longer tied together. Have I seen that? Yes, I have. I have seen a lot of couples get divorced. And one couple stays in the lifestyle while the other just goes off and does their own little thing. All right. So you've got to be very careful. All right. So now trying to find the right time to talk about this. Mm, now that's tough. You can always do it. You know, do, do you guys watch porn together? Watch a porn together and have scenes of threesomes, couple swap in, foursomes and all that. Gage, ask hey does that does that sound cool does that look cool does that look hot and see what they say if they say oh yeah it's very hot then maybe you should talk about hey what if we would do what if that was us in there in that porno or you know better yet make a porno view too do a porno view too watch it together and say oh man remember that scene with those two of that other couple and those two couples were fucking wouldn't it be cool if we could make a scene like that and see what they say maybe they say oh hell yeah let's do that you know you never know or they don't or they're not into it they just like watching porn okay that does happen just like there's nudists are not always swingers so that's something you could try watch a porno see gauge talk about it and always always listen to your partner or what they're saying listen to their body language body language is just important if not more important than the language coming out of their mouths all right so 
make sure you pay attention to that. All right. Now, you can open up a Pandora's box here. What happens? You're, you know, you got your wife, you got your girlfriend, and she talks. You, you're watching porno, whatever. And one day you talk about, hey, did you like that couple swapping porno that we're watching? And she goes, yeah. And you go, hey, what about that? Would that be us? How about that be us? And then be, and you might be like, well, she might be like, oh yeah, I always wanted to get gangbanged by a bunch of fucking dudes. I want to get fucking trained by a bunch of dudes, all this stuff. You can open up a can of worms that you do not want. So before you even ask your partner if they want to be a swinger, are you willing to do what the other partner, what you want the other partner to do? Are you a guy? You want your girl to be with another girl? Fine. But are you allow, Are you going to allow your girl to be with another man? Those are some of the things you have to look at. You have to ask yourself because things change. I know a lot of couples have a strictly couple-only policy. You know, and that's good at what works for them. But five years from now, is that going to work for them? Because I could tell you, when I first started, it was strictly couples only. When me and Julie played, it was couples only. Me, me and Heather are partners, it was couples only. We didn't party with any single dudes or anything like that. My, you know, my, I guess you could say, I grew more. I grew in the lifestyle. My excitement changed. My philosophies had changed. Now, when I have my partner, like my my friend in Houston, when we go to the club, when I take her to the club, we strictly just play with single guys, single guys, because we find single guys a lot more easier to deal with than the couples because you got to find a couple that you both are attracted to. You know, like I said, there's there's unicorn couples where both are attractive, but usually the couples are one's good looking, the other's ugly. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to allow your wife your husband to be with another person because it might if in your head it sounds great and that's why we have a lot of flake flaking ratio people don't show up ratio in this lifestyle veteran couples you can tell me how many times you've set up a date to meet somewhere and they never show up or you organize a game bang you know how many games being organized a lot so with those i asked later how many guys you want she wants five. Okay, well, I better invite 15 because guess what? Three-fourths of those people ain't going to show up. So if I only invite five, I guarantee one or two would show up. I had a game bang where I was the only motherfucker that showed up. All of them flaked out. And the girl was good looking. It wasn't like an ugly fat turd. It was a very good looking woman in her mid-30s. So I don't know. So, you know, you always got to think what's going to happen. What could be the repercussions of your actions? So you don't want to judge anybody. You know, you might get mad inside. Don't get mad inside and tell her how you feel. But don't raise your voice. Don't get upset. Don't get defensive. Use correct body language because that speaks volumes. All right. So hopefully, I don't know. This is just me. Remember, this is all just me. This ain't fucking science. I don't know what works. I know what works for me. A single 46-year-old white guy from the city of Houston you know we're a dime a dozen it's not like I'm the one percenter now maybe in my profession I'm the money wise I'm in the one percent of America but as in looks and all that I'm not in the one percent 
You know why? Because they got the young. You got the younger cats out there hustling. You got the older guys with million dollars they're going to spend on their women because that's fucked. That's the only way they can get it because they have no personality. But like I said, I have to work at my craft and I figured out what works for me. Just be honest. I'm honest with everybody. I'm here to get laid. I'm not here to fucking marry your wife. I'm not here to steal your wife. I'm just here to party and have a good time and make your wife feel good and make you you as a couple feel good so that's for something you have to really dig down deep is this lifestyle worth it is it worth lifestyle for you and your partner because it might not be you know things are changing but i have seen that i have seen let's see i have think i think the lifestyle is pretty good still today I thought it was awesome when I first started because people were, you know, it wasn't everybody was around. You didn't have, you know, social media around, things like that. I think social media has enhanced people's exposure to it. And maybe now more and more people are open minded to the idea of swinging, allowing other partners in the bedroom. Uh, I don't think it made it better. Yeah, I guess maybe, you know, it has gone for the worst because now people think it's dating. Swinging is not dating. Swinging is sex. I know a lot of couples out there is what's going to hate. Oh, no, they've got to have a connection. Well, I'm sorry. You don't need to have a connection. No man needs a connection to stick his penis, his hard penis, into inside of a attractive woman. No one does. That's just bullshit we tell the women so we can get laid, so we can enter your pussy. I don't, you know, as a single guy, I love making friends in the lifestyle. And I made some good friends here. I made one good couple here in Houston, and I love them to death. But, you know, I can't meet everybody. I can't hang out with everybody. This doesn't run my life. Like I said, I have a young son, so I got to do stuff with him, and I want to be a good father and all that. So... You know, you know, trying to find a couple you connect with is hard. So that's why swinging helps me because I can meet someone and play around with them, have sex with them, do all that nasty stuff with them, and you move on with your life. You know, there's no commitment. So with that, let's move on. Let's talk about something. Let's get down to the nitty gritty, what we really are here for, and that's talking about swinging. And know how to find a fucking partner. Find your partner, have fun, and live your life. Okay? So, it was, let's see, about the mid of September. The school year, new school year starts. Football is in bloom. The baseball playoffs are rolling around the corner. And I had to, I have a rare night off from being a father. And I had to... TPC North. That's called the Pendulum Club North. Now, the Pendulum Club, if you don't know, you're not from Houston, has three locations. One, the main one is in Hempstead, but that was the very first one that was opened up uh, a while ago. I think, uh, damn, I don't remember. I think it was 2015, 2016, I don't know. But it's off of Hempstead Highway in Houston. Uh, later on, they would branch out to TPC North, which is up uh, for 45 in Cypress Woods, something like that. Then they have well, a nice location down in South, 
which is over by the hobby airport if you just in fact it's right fucking across the street from it so you could literally get off your plane and just walk across the street to the pendulum club south all great clubs um nothing other than being small nothing bad to say about them great people great management and all that so i head up there get in my car get dressed put on my damn three-piece suit, put on my cologne looking good, shave my balls. Yes, you got to shave your... Guys, fucking shave your balls, man. I'm getting... I don't understand what the hell's going on with you dudes with fucking manscaping. Goddamn, I have a girl. I don't want my girl, you know, she don't want no fucking dental floss. Shave your nuts. Shave your fucking cocks and all that. Jesus, boys. Come on. So do all that. Make sure I'm crim. Looking good. Make, put some oil in my beard. Yes, I got a beard, so I got to shave that, trim it down, make sure it looks good. Don't look, make sure I don't look like a damn bum. One of the homeless people are coming in. So I get there, you know. I always get there at n right when it opens, nine o'clock, because I'm always scared that they're gonna say no more single men. There's too many guys here, which has never happened. But you know what? I'm not gonna take that risk. I'm a veteran. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not gonna be stupid enough to come at twelve when there's about fifty guys. So. I get there, it's 9 o'clock, I'm sitting there waiting and waiting, so I get in, 9 o'clock hits, I get out of my car, get my my to-go bag, my condoms and lube, got that strapped on, I'm strapped, not not strapped on the gun way, but strapped with the condoms and lubes way, go up, pay my fee, pay my 100 bucks, go on and go in the club, and, and I already know there ain't gonna be no one there, but there's like one or two couples there already in front of me. And I order my drink, get a Coke, go sit down. I always try to sit away from everybody so I don't, you know, be that creeper that all the couples talk about. I give them my, I give them distance. I give them space. So I'm sitting there. Couples are coming in. And I notice that. So I figure things out. Watching the couples come in. Look, some of these couples are looking. Damn, the women are looking good. I don't know what's going on in the water in Houston, but some a lot of these women look really damn good, guys. So they come filing in, and I notice another guy comes in. There's only two other single guys there other than me. Couples were pretty much by, I say by 1030, they were already coupled off, talking to each other, having a good old time, uh, trying to break the ice with them, but it wasn't working. One couple, they played a song, one of those songs they always play. I, they need to get a soundtrack, swinger soundtrack, because they always the same music is always played on the swingers uh, thing, the swingers club. So we they start dancing. It only looked like there was one couple that was actually interested in any single guys, and she had she became fixated on one of the gentlemen that was there. You know, he looked good. He didn't have, he wasn't like those fucking bums that come in there looking like they just got off work. He had a nice polo shirt on, some khakis on. And then he represented himself well. Younger guy, too. So, you know, he was going to get some action. Every time I see a young guy walk in the club, I go, that motherfucker's going to get laid tonight. So, he's dancing. She's dancing. She's not really, you know, dancing up on him, but she's just checking him out. So, he's walking around and. The cute little blonde, happy you know, would hit on him, and he would hit, he would uh, post up with them for the for the duration of the night. So the couple that was looking for a guy, the fuck, they ended up taking off. They didn't like anything else. They didn't like what I was looking. I was pitching. They didn't like what the other dude was pitching. So they just decided to take off. I don't know where they went. 
I thought they were going to hit up another club like I was going to do. So it's about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock rolls around. And ain't no one fucking playing. No one having, no one even went to the fucking back room except for us single guys. And maybe hopefully someone snuck in there. So no one's in the back room playing. No one's doing nothing. Everyone's just talking and bullshitting. So 11 30, you know, God damn, you know, I'm getting blue balls right now because I'm looking at all the hot ass hanging out and watching them and all that talk and you know dance and all that the couple that wanted single guys is gone so i was like you know i'm gonna head out i'm gonna head out now where i was gonna go out and i was gonna go to the tng the night game or i was gonna go to colette's so i head up to colette's because i like colette's because it's expensive and it and you really eliminate a lot of the shit hawks that come out there you know the single creepy guys that do are fucking weird and shit and you know they do have a couple of them um at every club hopefully i'm not that one but you never know i might be to some couple so driving down there off of nine uh 45 get off 45 to 1960 you know hang a right and i'm there at colette's in the parking lot you can always tell how many people are in the park are in the club by the parking lot and it was a decent sized crowd that that night so i pay my 150 bucks to get in get my another coke and i check out what's going on there's a one couple there they are playing in the uh, back rooms. They have the door open so anyone can see. A lot of the guys are chasing after this one girl, this tall-ass girl. I didn't think she was into single guys. But turns out that's what the hubby was looking for, single guys for her. So I'm watching this couple fuck in the room. You know, I'm just, you know, looking, watching, enjoying. I'm starting to get aroused and all that. Another couple comes up. He's He's got, he's, you know. He's uh, hugging her from behind. He's grabbed playing with her titties and all that. And showing me her pussy. And then finally they asked me, do I want to go to a room with them? And I said, of course I do want to go to a room with you. How it's, That was a dumb question to ask in the first place. Just say, come on. And all that. So I follow him into her room. She's looking. She looks great. You know, nice petite uh, uh, lady in their mid-40s, early 50s. And she's just sitting there. And I'm husband's over there just say he goes do your thing so i was all right you know i usually start with the pussy eating because you know you got to make sure the girl comes and eating pussy licking that pussy and fingering that uh pussy at the same time usually does the trick uh like i said i'm not very well i'm not well endowed you know i'm not eight fucking inches i'm six inches but you know sometimes i have blast off real too early and i i'm not afraid to minute you know but i can blast off again and again and again in the night so that's okay so i make up for it so i'm eating her pussy she's getting soaking fucking wet uh she doesn't squirt or anything like that which i love to do because i love fucking getting it squirt on my face and shit i'm like a fucking facial guy i guess so she's over there i'm eating her pussy husband says finally says fuck her all right all right i'll fuck her so you know I go, okay, you got any condoms? He's like, no. I go, I got to get my condoms. He goes, no, don't. Uh, we'll, they want to do cream pies. They love fucking cream pies. So I, says, I, so I did something stupid. I fucked her without a condom. I should have fucking did it. But, you know, I'm 46 year old. Fuck it. Might as well go and do it. So I, she bends over. I put my cock inside of her. And we're doing the deed. We're going at it and having fun. You know, you can hear her start moaning and all that. And she's just doing all kinds of, going all crazy and all that. 
so I'm like, holy shit, this girl's, you know, really, really into it. Her quit, her clit, you know, you ever see a girl's clit swell? Her was really slowing, and it got bigger and bigger. And I was like, holy shit, it's almost the size of a cock. <laughs> almost, I was like, wow. So you know, we're doing it. We're making everything, making the noise, going over the uh, music. You can hear us all the time, so it's pretty good. Finally, I come. I can blow my load in her, give her a nice big fucking cream pie. Then I pull out. Hubby comes in and finishes his cream pie in her. So she's got a double double whammy and all that. Clean up, you know, say my say my thank yous and goodbyes. I get out. And a couple in there still, still fucking fucking in that room. And I couldn't, you know, I'm not able to, within a minute, I have to go piss. I have to go clean myself up and all that stuff. So I have to do that go to the bathroom clean myself up if they're there they're there they're not they're not all right so clean myself i'll take a piss make sure i clean you know gotta make sure it's all clean down there go out hang out in the back of the club again and the couple the tall ass girl that's so be- that was really beautiful that i wish i could have fucked was still there looking for guys to fuck she found these two persian guys and she was going to take them you know into a room and all that so hubby goes in hubby and the girl the couple goes in the room with the two persian guys you know and you're like oh so it's gonna be a while well about five minutes later they come out the guys kind of performed their task but yet they still were partying together they still were drinking together so finally they you know they went sat down had more drinks and all that and at colette's they have a a thought theater room a thought theater room with porn playing so they go sit there. I'm sitting in there. We're all watching, and she's trying to get these guys hard and all that. So finally, they go back in the room, and that was it. That's the last time I saw them because I ended up leaving anyways. So that couple that I was watching have sex. Uh, they pulled me into the room. They said, "Come on in and watch them." And all I did was sit there and jerk off. I didn't do anything with them because there was like no interaction with say, hey, come touch my wife's tits and all that. Do this. Fuck my wife and anything like that. So I wanted to be respectful and keep my keep my distance from them until they told me to do something. So I just jerked off and all that. Then after about 15 minutes, I guess maybe they wanted me to do something. She kicked me out. She kicked me out of the fucking room and told me to go. And I was like, fine. I asked them, do you want the door shut or open? They were like, leave it shut. So... Uh, the one couple with the two Persian guys is still in the room. So hopefully they fucked her good because she really needed a good fucking because that lady was fucking beautiful. Finally, another good looking couple comes in. They are playing in the first room with the curtain open. So I'm just sitting there watching, have, enjoying the show. And they both fight me in. But this is what she wanted. She wanted to watch me jerk off and come. So I'm over there. I got my pants down to my fucking ankles, stroking my cock, making it nice and hard, and f- hoping to come again. Because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. Because it, the more times I come, the harder it is. The longer I I last. So I'm stroking. I'm gonna please shoot my load. Just please shoot my load, so I don't disappoint this woman. So long story short, finally, boom! I blow my load, and she's watching. She's She's got her face real close up to it. So if I was fucking 25 again, I would have shot her in the face with my fucking load. But luckily, you know, I'm 46 and I'm just dribbling out now. So she loved it. She loved it. And she taught me, oh, you come a lot. I'm like, what? I don't 
I, and I, this is not the first time it's been told, but I'm like, I don't come a lot. I don't think I come a lot. I came more when I was younger than I did now. And then I'm like, so when people tell me, I'm like, what? I go, huh? All right. So whatever, whatever it is, you know? So I'll finally come and couple of the guy and the girl were very appreciated. They said, thank you very much. Another guy came blue. As, in fact, it's kind of weird because the guy that was jerking off in the same room too came that time too so it was like we came at the same time i came then he came and it was like it was kind of like a fucking porno how you always see when she's doing two guys and one comes and the other one comes right after that's what it it reminded me of but we said our goodbyes you know said that i told her thank you very much and hopefully next time you'll you know let me do more because she was a nice fucking young latina girl um and uh went to the bathroom clean myself up take take another piss make sure everything's good nothing wrong walk out of the club i don't see any but you know it's starting to wind down you know i blew my load twice and within an hour so i don't know so i'm thinking to myself maybe i just leave so i ended up just leaving uh for the night and that was around i think around one o'clock you know working on what sucks about being a single guy in the lifestyle is that friday night's the only night that they allow single guys in. So you, you got to go to work and you got to do all that stuff before you come in. So you're up early in the morning. You're staying up late. It's not like I could go, well, I could just go Saturday and get a good night's sleep and be able to party all night long. No, it's not It's not how it is anymore. You know, the older we get, the more, what was it, the more uh, sleep we need, I guess, the to rejuvenate ourselves. So it was 1 o'clock. I decided to go leave have a good night and all that i would see some i would see some of those couples again a couple weeks a week or two later so that was a good thing it was a good story to tell so i leave go home and that's it for the night i'm done and that was the night for tpc and colette's very expensive night but it was a night worth worth it i think if you are going to be a single guy in this lifestyle and you're committed to it you're gonna have to spend some money if you're a cheap motherfucker in this life and you ain't gonna this lifestyle is not for you even for couples i see it now it's getting expensive i think it's like 80 bucks to get into a lot of the clubs in houston now for a couple it used to be like 40 fucking dollars and one one club used to always charge them if they would fuck men on thursday night they used to get in for free because that was single male night a uh, single night and they would charge guys a hundred bucks a pop to come in and if you got girls that are willing to fuck a guy you know what you're gonna get a lot of guys there and they would get about 15 20 guys there at a night so that's like what a hundred bucks two thousand dollars that's their rent for the month just on one night and they used to always say so if they knew a couple was a they played with single guys they would let them in for free so the wife would fuck a single guy and the guy would come back for more and more uh the following week so I thought that was a smart, smooth move, but, you know, to each their own, all right? All right, so let's get to the end. Let's talk about Twitter and some of my favorite Twitter women that I love. I have one here, North Texas underscore soccer mom at Texas at tx underscore soccer mom she's just your average soccer mom that loves to have a little fun when the games are over her cash app you can buy my panties or my snap or both all right and ladies and gentlemen i would go to her twitter she has a lovely little body nice apple bottom she has pictures of her 
her working out nude. Here she is in the working nude. And, ladies and gentlemen, you ready for this? She has a bush. She actually has hair down below. She doesn't, she's not completely shaved. Uh, it's nicely trimmed up, looking good. I like that. Something new. She likes taking a big fat dildo in her ass. She got one picture. I didn't see any pictures of her in action, but I see a lot of pictures of her working out with her tits out, her pussies out. So you might want to check her out. That's North. That's North Texas Soccer Mom at TX underscore Soccer Mom. And the last Twitter girl I want to talk about, her name is Curvy Mommy at Curvy Mommy One. She's 18 plus adults only. 40-year-old real wife, MILF, 46-inch caboose. She's in the top 2%, I guess, on OnlyFans. I don't know what the fuck that means. She has daily updates on her spicy page, curves everywhere, custom content, full nude and hardcore content on OnlyFans. Everybody has OnlyFans now, except for me. I should get one, but who the fuck's going to watch me? Anyways. Mm, she does have a nice fucking ass. She's got a real big asshole. You ass lovers out there, this is a chick you want to check out. I don't see any action pictures. Lots in lingerie. Sexy lingerie, in fact. Um, outdoor pictures of her ass. Yeah, she's got a nice suction cup dildo to her wall while she's taking a shower. But nothing. So I'm guessing all the action's on her spicy page. So you might want to check her out. So check out Curvy Mommy at Curvy Mommy One. Curvy Mommy One. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for me today. I hope you can understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Like I said, I'm an amateur. I'm not professional. No way and no how will I ever become rich doing this. I wish I could, but you know what? Let's face it. I don't got the skills to pay their bills on this fucking thing. Anyways, so I hope you have a great night. I hope you learned something. I hope you love hearing my stupid stories about my life as a swinger. And I hope you keep on listening. So keep swinging and keep swinging single, baby. I'll talk to you later. This is AC Maxwell signing out. Peace.